T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Welcome to Face Connecticut, an in-depth look at today's issues. Good morning, everybody, and welcome to Face Connecticut. I'm Morgan Cunningham on WTIC News Talk 1080, Light 100.5 WRCH, and also 96.5 TIC. Our focus this morning is going to be talking about the Hole in the Wall Gang camp. It has really had quite a presence in Ashford now for over 30 years, since 1988 when it was founded by Paul Newman, and it has grown into so many programs. One of them that we're going to talk about is the Hospital Outreach Program, HOP, and also want to see what's going on there after the tragic fire that happened a few winters ago. So let's bring on Hillary Axmeyer. She is the Chief Program Officer. Good morning, Hillary. Good morning. Hi, Morgan. How are you? I'm good. Yourself? Good. I'm doing good. I'm excited to talk more about camp this morning. Well, you have been involved with the camp, I think the audience should know, really for a very long time. Seems like uh, the only job you may have ever had. It, it, it is. You're, you're, you're accurate. You, yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, I, I'm very lucky. I feel every day I feel very lucky to, to get to do the, the work that I love so much. I, I started over 20 years ago now um, after my, my first year of college. Um, as a summer camp counselor um, at the at the Hole in the Wall Game Camp in Ashford, um, working in the boathouse, I was responsible for the fishing and boating, um, and had a wonderful summer there. And it really um, it really changed the trajectory of my life and my career. And um, I've been involved in a number of roles. Since then, stayed involved uh, throughout college and grad school, and um, and then I came back in a full-time role um, uh, as um, the assistant camp director and then was the camp director, and now I have the great privilege of uh, being the chief program officer. And Hillary, aside from yourself, it seems like there's a lot of consistency at the Hole in the Wall gang camp, not just yourself, but maybe counselors who come back every season, uh, other longtime staff. Is that right? Yeah, it's, absolutely, Morgan. It's, it's we have a it's a really wonderful community to be a part of, and I think once um, people get a get a real taste for it, um, it's it's a hard place to leave. We see that with our our former even former campers. Um, we have a lot of former campers who want to uh, give back and come and work in the summer program and be counselors and be those inspiring role models that they had when they were when they were campers. Um, this past summer, in fact, we had. Over 60% of our summer counselors were former campers. 
you know, I don't know exactly where to begin. There's so much to talk about this morning. And one thing that comes to mind, obviously, COVID-19. Here we are kind of looking back in hindsight at how that affected Mm -hmm. us all back in 2020 and certainly 2021 and how we're getting through it all today. How did it impact the Hole in the Wall gang camp? Yes, really significantly. I mean, I think for everyone, you know, it was um, obviously a big shift and pivots were happening everywhere. Um, For us, we had to keep that in mind, um, just like the rest of society, but also had to think about how we're going to continue to serve our already isolated families Um, and the experience that they uh, that we all were feeling and in lockdown and quarantines, um, I heard from a number of families, this is how they often feel, um, that they are, you know, worried about getting sick or infections and really that isolation that they feel with a diagnosis of a serious illness. Um, and so we we felt really strongly that immediately within really the, you know, that first week in March when, when everything shut down, um, that we needed to respond um, comprehensively and quickly to ensure that our families still stayed connected. Um, so we did that in a number of ways. Uh, we, we Our hospital outreach program, which I'll, I'll share about um, in a little bit, um, all of our hospital outreach specialists no longer could be in the hospital working bedside with with our with our with our kids obviously that they were not allowing folks in the hospital and so we quickly um transitioned to a virtual hospital outreach program where kids who were hospitalized who were in the hospital often without the comfort of their families anymore um they were able to connect virtually with our hospital outreach specialists doing camp crafts activities games lots of gaming was going on um we had a, a significant social presence, um, so we were posting story time, um, different crafts and activities for kids to do at home if they were not physically at school anymore. Um, and then we created a virtual, uh, that first summer um, in 2020, we were not able to have any um, in-person programming. Um, and so we did uh, pivot to an all virtual summer camp experience where our campers could register for a week of camp, just like they had done prior to. Um, but it all took place via Zoom, um, and they had a number of activities they could choose from, and really traditional camp activities like theater and arts and crafts and um, stage night, like a talent show. Um, and most importantly, they could come together and still feel that, that connection to one another. That's a really unique and innovative way to get through all of that, I think. And, you know, you guys have continued with your presence, even though there were other challenges, too. What happened in early 2021, the big fire? Right. Right. Yeah, it was, we had it was a couple couple challenging years for sure for us. Um, so as we um, were hopeful that 2021 would, would bring um, a more that normalcy back, we, we experienced a, a significant tragic fire on, on February 12th, um, the evening of um, February 12th in, in, in 2021, where we lost um, uh, all, uh, all of our downtown program areas, essentially. So all our arts and crafts, our woodshop program, our camp store, and our cooking zone um, all were attached 
um, one giant building, um, and um, and the and and a, a fire um, essentially took all those buildings out within a, a matter of an hour. Um, so it was it was quite tragic. Those buildings um, held a lot of memories, a lot of really special moments that our campers and staff and volunteers had experienced. So there really was a lot of um, it was, there are a lot of sadness and mourning that came out of that night. Um, and then in turn, the, the resilience um, and the strength of our community was, was, was just really incredible. The response was immediate. And um, uh, we received over 4,000 individual um, donations to help our rebuild efforts within about 10 days. Um, and and some really significant gifts as well from from travelers and travelers championship and Newman's own foundation. Um, they really um, responded to to this crisis, and um, I'm just so excited to share that we are weeks away from completing our new uh, our new program complex, which is. I'm so excited to share it with 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 the world. It's it's and our families. It's beautiful. Um, it's bigger and better and more accessible and inclusive. And it really speaks to the 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 the, the needs, the varied needs of our population. Well, I love that, and I do remember when that happened. I was anchoring the news that evening on WTIC 1080 here, and it was a very tragic story for sure and we sent a reporter out there and like you said everything that was in that portion that was uh, that building that was attacked by the fire uh, it was gone but never did we hear anything about oh well we're going to throw in the towel and give up you hit it really on the head there that it was about resilience and getting over it and here we are going on two years later and the story of rebuilding continues I'm happy to hear that. Yeah, we're really thank you. We're really excited, and we just and the the support we received was um, really just you know unimaginable. We're so we're so grateful for our our community. We're we're really fortunate to have a lot of wonderful people that believe in the work that we do. Which you guys refer to as a different kind of healing. What does yeah. that mean? Yeah. So um, this is you know something that Paul Newman had said. He he's you know an incredibly inspiring man. Who this was his. Um, you know, we really believe this is this is his legacy, and we're all we're all so fortunate because of him and what he created. Um, and um, he wanted, when he founded camp in 1988, to have a space where kids could be kids um, and experience a different kind of healing that um, that the doctors and nurses in their clinics and their providers they're providing some sort of that healing through medicine and treatments and therapies. Um, but the other big part of that is the, is what, what we can provide is the ability for kids to be able to be kids and raise a little hell as Mr. As Mr. Newman famously said, um, and, and make connections with other kids who are walking a similar path um, and, um, and really be able to um, find hope and um, and and healing in in the space that we're creating for them, whether that's at camp in Ashford, um, or in the hospitals through our hospital outreach program, or in just the connections and the friendships that are that are made um, in our programming. In your 20, 21 years, Hillary, speaking this morning on Face Connecticut with Hillary Axmeyer, the Chief Program Officer 
at the Hole in the Wall gang camp located in Ashford. Hillary, what have you noticed over the last 20 or so years? The changes, the growth, um, new goals that you guys have? Yeah. Um, well, it's been it, it's it's a great question. It's very timely. We're we're there's a lot of growth, and I'm excited to share with you today as well, Morgan. Um, we're constantly growing and 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 evolving, and really um, hearing from our families and from those that we serve of um, of what how we can continue to help them on this journey of having a child with a serious illness, um, and so. We have we've learned and we've responded and we've pivoted, um, whether that's the pandemic or other situations, to be able to be as responsive as possible. So a, a couple examples of that is, um, you know, be, before my time, before I I started, um, as I mentioned before, the camp was um, built as a summer camp program um, for children with serious illnesses. Um, and that first summer in 1988, we served 288 children. Um, and, um, and since then, today, we serve thousands and thousands of children and family members um, across the Northeast and down into the Mid-Atlantic. And so this idea has just these huge ripple effects that say, okay, we're going to do a summer program. Well, now we know that they need more than that one week of camp. And so we're going to add family weekends because we recognize the family is also going through a really challenging time. And so we want to have a space where the families can come together. The parents and the caregivers can join in and have parent-caregiver-only chats so that they can connect about what the challenges are that they're facing. Um, so we expanded our, our family weekend programs. That, that was something that, that happened in the mid-'90s. Um, and um, and then our hospital outreach program. Similarly, this 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 year actually marks the 20th anniversary of our hospital outreach program, um, which we're we're celebrating right now. Um, and and you know this idea start, in, started in 2002 um, was we had one one counselor, a former counselor who um, a summer counselor who who's, who saw we can keep doing this work that we're doing in the summer, but bring it to the hospitals. And so this one idea started with one person, one really charismatic summer counselor, um, has blossomed into uh, more than 35 specialists um, throughout the Northeast into the Mid-Atlantic um, in uh, regions in central New England, Boston, um, uh, Philadelphia, New York, New Jersey, and now now in D.C., where we're we're going into more than 40, 45 hospitals now, um, and bringing camp directly into the hospitals and working alongside the, the child life team, the social workers, and really being part of the the, the care team at the hospitals. Um, and the hospitals really value this contribution um, and. Um, and and um, recognize the importance that it that it or the help um, and the importance that it, um, that it creates for our for our kids in the hospitals. Um, and then most recently, we are expanding into Maryland. Um, we are really excited. We announced this uh, about six months ago that we have um, identified a new location um, in Maryland um, along the Chesapeake Bay in the Queenstown area. 
um, which were um, we've acquired a, a property there, and we are are in the midst of um, some renovations, um, and um, and really excited to start programming on a second site, a second location um, in 2024, where we'll be able to serve families in the D.C., Maryland, Mid-Atlantic region who otherwise um, are not being able to be served by Hall & in Ashford um, because it's just too far away. Um, and, um, and so we're, we're excited to really um, uh, look at that underserved area. Is there any possibility in the future of stretching further west? You know, it's a good question. I mean, I, I'm, I'll never say never because we continue to grow and grow. Right now, we are the, the New England, um, the Northeast and the Mid-Atlantic are areas that we have really identified is that there is a real um, a gap of services for children with serious illnesses. Um, so, so we feel like this expansion is really going to be able to serve more families in need for us for right now. What kind of level of organization, what kind of level of planning does it take to get this program to spread to, say, Maryland? You're talking about buying properties and getting in coordination with hospitals and medical services and all of that. Could you talk about the level of planning that goes into yeah. all of this? Yeah, I mean, um, it's, it's quite robust. I mean, we have been talking about this Maryland expansion for a number of years, um, and um and it goes back to doing a, 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 essentially a needs assessment of that area and determining what services are in the area, what's available, what's feasible. Um, we, and also financially, um, we are, all of our programs are um, free for all of our participants. Um, we are very fortunate to have um, uh, a wonderful fundraising office um, where uh, we receive over 20,000 gifts annually um, to to make all this magic happen um, to ensure that no one for any program nor the hospitals um, exchange, pay any money for our services. So everything is free. Um, and so we had to financially ensure that we were able to, to do this work is there a need? Um, and when we were able to answer those questions, then it really was about determining um, uh, hospital partners. Um, and that's something that Mr. Newman did in Ashford over 30 years ago, 35 years ago, um, in, if, for, for parents and caregivers to trust us with their child who has a serious illness, um, you have to have the backing of wonderful medical institutions. And so Paul Newman recognized that, and we were able to connect early on with Yale um, and have the support of, of physicians um, and the medical community. And so similarly, doing that in the Maryland um, area and the D.C.-based hospitals, um, you know, being able to to, to get their support um, into into this idea, um, and um, and ultimately be able to share this new program offering with their patients and their families. Um, so that's an ongoing effort. Our, our 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 new hospital outreach office in Maryland, or in in Maryland in um, Silver Spring. Um, open is actually opening really as I speak. We're just starting to see, see patients um, 
in um, in this new office, and that's also part of this expansion into this region, starting for folks to familiarize themselves with who we are. Who is the Hole in the Wall Gang Camp? Um, we're well known in Connecticut, but maybe not as much in Maryland. Um, and so our hospital outreach team is starting to go into those hospitals um, and making a um, making a name for us. And so then down the road. Um, will be able to to open up this new location and be able to serve uh, hopefully a lot of families in need. When I think of hospitals, I think of, you know, an intimidating place. It's scary. There's uncertainty. Maybe feelings of fear, isolation are running rampant, particularly in kids, adults too, but especially kids. Mm -hmm. So is Hole in the Wall able to break through that? Yeah, I, I think it is. I think that that's one thing that we're um, we're really aware of what um, how intimidating um, a hospital can be for 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 so many people. Um, and we we aim through our programming to make this experience as friendly and childlike um, as possible. And so our staff, who are just wonderful, incredibly thoughtful, trained professionals. Um, who are comfortable in the hospital setting, which not everyone is. It's a it's it's a it's a fast paced, um, can be very challenging emotional environment. Um, their their gain is to create a sense of normalcy, um, and to and to and to create spaces for the the kids, the patients, um, to be able to. Um, be in that space, getting the treatment, whatever it is they're there for, but also being able to have fun, enjoy themselves, play, um, and really make connections. Um, and and we and the parents and caregivers also they're they're tired. They're in the hospital around the clock, and so. What we hear from our parents and caregivers is when they see a, a smiling hop specialist walk into the room, they it's the, you know their shoulders go down, they breathe this huge sigh of relief, and maybe they can go grab a coffee. They they know during that those next forty five minutes, however long they're interacting with their child, that their child is going to be happy and engaged. Um, and we also hear from our from the medical community that um, that presence really helps with the overall care. That if a child is having a really hard day, um, a hop specialist may be able to come in and do some wonderful distractions and games, um, and really help ultimately get that child to whatever the next challenge is in their in their treatment or in their therapy. How else are you guys celebrating 20 years of HOP, the hospital outreach program? Well, we, we, we just had a, um, a staff meeting actually just last week in Ashford at our site in Ashford where we had the, the entire organization, um, uh, there's about almost 100 of us, um, including all of our HOP specialists from all of our regions together to celebrate this milestone. And we had um, we had a, a lovely birthday party for our HOP specialists, and they had um, they then enjoyed a couple days of a really nice retreat where they could um, take a moment um, away from the hospitals to to really reflect on their successes um, and um, and 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 recognize the the, the impact, the, the the huge impact that they have made over the years. So we're we're doing a lot of celebrating right now. 
Anything else that you'd like to add? We're down to like the last minute or so here on Face Connecticut. My guest, Hillary Axmeyer, Chief Program Officer of Hole in the Wall Gang Camp. Anything else you'd like to say? Oh well, it's it's just it's always great to talk about camp and our programs and um, and all of the all of the growth that we have. And I, you know, I think I just you know, Connecticut has been um, you know home to Hole in the Wall for for 35 years, and we have we have such a wonderful community here in Connecticut with our our, our corporate sponsors um, in the Hartford area. Um, as well as Newman's own. Um, it's just been a really a wonderful community for us and has really helped us do everything um, that we have done up until this point um, and ultimately be able to, to take this next step into the, into the Mid-Atlantic. So we're very grateful for the support and, and lucky for the community that we have here in Connecticut. Hillary, that's very exciting. Thank you for coming on this morning. We'll have to do another update, okay? Absolutely. Thanks for the opportunity. I appreciate it. Bye-bye. Bye. Face Connecticut is a production of the News and Public Affairs Department of WTIC Radio. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.